Hi, I'm Josiah Bland. And I am Grant Billings. This is Seeker Start, and we are your hosts. <laughs> but today... Today we have a special guest. A very special guest. What's his name? His name is Caleb Poulin. Poulin? Did you say that right? Yeah. Pollen? Nice. Poulin. Caleb yeah. Pollen. Hello. He is a flower indeed. He's a kind gentleman. Two weeks in a row that we're going to, like have guests on that's crazy dude we're, that's we're us, blowing up right man. now people are gonna start thinking that like we're running out of content so we gotta start bringing people on <laughs> well they wouldn't be wrong would they and if you're listening dr moeller don't worry you'll have your shot too maybe but until we'll then <laughs> so today we start our series yeah that we talked about starting last week yeah and uh you know this whole theology kick we're going on here is is a big deal um in our lives as far as Knowing who God is, that's that's the biggest thing that we could possibly begin to know, uh, begin to seek in our lives. Whenever I was younger, I went to church a lot. Um, I was often in the church. My parents were uh, both very, very active. And as we got older, I stayed active. The thing is, and, and Grant can, can attest to this, um, we both struggled with having all these rules thrown at us. You should do this. Thou shall not do this, 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 and this. And we always knew, hey, you probably shouldn't go drinking. You probably shouldn't um, be doing these things with girls or whatever the case may be. But we wanted to do that, and we didn't, we didn't see the point in not doing it because it was fun. It was, it was something that we loved to do. The thing is, theology is where we get to understand why is it so important that we follow these rules. Mm -hmm. When we talk about knowing God. Um, we can talk about it all the time. We can hear about it all the time. It's kind of like, you know, we're just talking about the Grand Canyon. Um, you can have all this information about the Grand Canyon. You can see it in pictures. Um, and, and you can see, wow, that's, that's amazing. It's huge. It's really great. You can know the science of how the rivers, like, kind of carved it out and everything. But once you go and you see the Grand Canyon, boom, it's massive. And it hits you in the chest. And it's like, wow. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, we're trying to get you to see this picture of God that's gonna that's gonna intensify your love for Him. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to the Grand Canyon? No. That makes sense. So you never went to the Grand <laughs> I've Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I haven't been either. Oh, see, I was about to say you've been there, right? Because for some reason I thought you had. No. So yeah, that's the whole point of us doing this. Um, we wanna we ourselves want to love God more, um, and we want to help others see who God is, so they love Him too. So with that being said, let's get into how we can't even understand God. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Start it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about God's incomprehensibility. Right. That's a big word. Hey, as we're going through these these podcasts, we're going to define these words. We don't want these words to be intimidating to you. We want you to be able to see these words and be like, oh, okay. They're, they're, it's a big word, but it's it's not that hard to understand. We want to we make them simple for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the easiest way to know a word is to know its definition. <laughs> so what is the definition <laughs> of incomprehensible? You're asking me? I'm asking, Anybody? it's a podcast. I don't We're know. We're asking everyone in the room here. Everyone at once. Go. Simply that we are not able to understand God fully. Okay. But now that pens a question. Can we know God at all? 
I would say to that, see, si, senor. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we can know God. Yeah. The I Bible mean, says it, right? Um, Bible mm. talks about how God is greater. He's, he's higher than we are, right? And we're going to get into that. But at the same time, God has revealed himself to us so that we can understand him and know him personally, right? Mm-hmm. So what are, let's, let's go through, through some verses here. Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24 says this. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Right. So that verse right there is is letting us know that we can know God. Yeah. And in fact, it's the only thing that we can even boast in. Like, it's right. the yeah. greatest thing we could ever do in right. life. We can only boast in Christ. We see a lot of scriptures saying, you know, um, talking about boasting in Christ, but yeah, be, because of his word that he has given us, we are able to know him mm-hmm. to some capacity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sufficiently. And we're going to get into that. Yeah. So yeah, as, as the story of the Bible has unfolded, starting with Genesis, going through revelation, God has revealed himself more and more to us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what God did to reveal what, <laughs> hopefully you guys, <laughs> We always, we're sitting in our room. We're not in the closet this week, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Very Wait, interesting. Uh, probably a really a forward, uh, really forward. We need to However, uh, hopefully you didn't hear those sirens too loud. Um, there'll probably be many more, unfortunately. But, but what God did to reveal himself to us in the greatest way. So God has revealed himself. What he did to reveal himself in the greatest way is he actually came into earth as a man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like he came to us in to the say... Flesh. This is me. This is who I am. Right. So um, Colossians 1.15, he says this um, about, about Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Mm. So he's literally this image of God. He's the, the perfect image of him. We, when we see him, we see, we see God. Colossians 2.9, for in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. So literally, it's God in the flesh. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the the fully God, fully man, one hundred percent God, one hundred percent man, which is um, a whole big thing that we could sit here and unpack. But that's and we will. We that's will. a yeah. That's a whole another yeah. episode for a whole another time, which we will eventually hit within this uh, series here. Um, but yeah, John one eighteen tells us that. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten God who is in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him. Mm-hmm. So humanity actually got to put their eyes on God. Yeah. They got to see him. Jesus perfectly showed us who God is. Yeah. What what he's like, what his goals are, how he expects us to live, right? He's shown us all of these things. Mm-hmm. Jesus is God. So when we see Jesus in the scriptures, we're actually seeing God. Right, and God provided humanity with enough information about himself to bring us to salvation right. yeah. and to train us in living and to teach us how to worship him properly. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and in the scriptures, you know, so it's like the scriptures, they teach us everything we need to know about who God is. Yeah. Everything to, to get us to, to a right relationship with God and then to keep us there, right? Yeah, you about to say to get us into heaven. 
Huh? No. Were you, yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. <laughs> well, it's true. That's true. Teach so. us how we can get ourselves into heaven. Well, that's absolutely And all we got to do is just be really, really good. That's right. <laughs> that's not true at all. No. Don't listen to Grant. Mostly nights we'll top it off with grace. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much dash just of, only God. Dash of a little bit of the, you know, the whole diamond cross thing. You know. Definitely yeah. helps out. Um, but yeah, in the Bible, we have all that we need to know about God. Yeah. Um, how, there are a lot of things that we literally just can't understand about God. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, what does the Bible say about God being incomprehensible or impossible to fully grasp or to understand? Um, so you have like Romans 11, uh, 33 through 34, which says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways for who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor. Mm, Heater. Like when it says unsearchable are his ways, it's, it's talking about they're unknowable. Like we don't know. Right. Like, we don't know why he does something. Yeah. Like, he, he just does them because that's what he desires, yeah. right? I mean, genuinely the answer to... I mean, some people ask the question, well, I just, you know, why did God do this? Or why does God do this? Or mm-hmm. how does God do this? The short answer to that? He's God. He's God. <laughs> he does what he wants. He does like, whatever he wants. Yeah. And we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Plain exactly. and simple. We can't yeah. know because he's not revealed those things to us through his word. Uh, but then you have... Psalm 145.3 that says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Once mm. again, it's unknowable. We, his greatness, like how, how great of a being he right. is, not just in size, but also just in general. Yeah. Um, he's just great. He's, un, he's unknowable to some degree. Well, I think, I think a lot of people have a hard time with that too because we as finite human beings... Um, finite, what does that mean? Finite, mean we are not infinite. We, like, we will die. Yeah, you know, we were created we in perish. time, and we will die. Yeah, yeah. our we power will. is limited. Our presence is limited. Yeah, we're we're limited in in every sense. Yeah, fine. In, in comparison to God, right? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we as as just human beings, as finite beings, we we base so much of our life on logic and and tangible things, things that we can grasp, we can touch, we can feel, we can hold. Um, so for something like this of God being unsearchable. You know, many people have a really hard time grasping that yeah, because 100%. it's like, you know, I can't, I can't see that if I can't search it, if I can't understand it, mm-hmm. you know, then I, I just have a hard time with it. But we'll, yeah, I think we'll, you're right. I think, well, going off of that, I think, you know, for us humans, like what we can't see practically um, or what we can't, don't have an example of in front of us, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can't fully understand. We right. can't grasp that. Like what we've never seen around us is unexplainable to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And you know, the crazy thing is that we can see the evidence of the unexplainable all around us. Right. When we look at the world, when we look at the stars, the universe uh, in general, right? The sci- like, think about scientists. They're always trying to figure out how our world works. We can't even fully grasp that. But we do see the evidence of a being that is unexplainable all around us. Mm. How, could, how could someone, how could something create something from nothing? Right. Um, mm-hmm. From the tiniest of the little creatures to the most intensely massive stars in our galaxy, in our universe, right? Um, there's there's evidence that something unexplainable happened in the universe. Yeah. Well, and even to make it more personable, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I was just standing there at work. I was waiting for the elevator to come by. 
and I took one step backwards. I was like, how crazy is it that the body has been designed by a creator, by our creator, that the brain can function throughout the entire body to cause the muscles and the bones and the joints and everything else to cause my legs to just move back one step. I'm like, even the simplest things like walking. Yeah, and the thing is, <laughs> like, for for scientists, scientists couldn't even, like, they don't even know how many fish are in our ocean. They can't even figure out how to get to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> But but seriously, like as humans, we just physically we don't have the capability of doing the things that we see or creating the things that we see around us. Yeah, yeah. And so there's evidence that something greater than us has created us. And what like what does Romans one say? Right. Yeah. So Romans one says, for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. In the things that have been made. Yeah. So that we are without excuse. Right. So like just the the power that we see around us, the eternal power, yeah. the divine nature, we can see that. And those things are unexplainable to us. Right. Yeah. They're they're incomprehensible. We can't understand those things. Right. But we do see evidence of them around us. Yeah. Right. So let's continue in this in uh, our in our biblical search for how God is incomprehensible. Mm -hmm. Job 26, 13 through 14. Granny, when hit that? Yeah, it says, By his wind the heavens were made fair. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. Behold, these are but the outskirts of his ways. And how small a whisper do we hear of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? Hmm. Yeah. Like his power, like we're, even in the scriptures, we only see a, this little glimpse of it, right? We only hear this whisper of his power. Even as we're reading the scriptures and seeing these amazing things that God has done, we can't even begin to grasp the right. power of God. It's, it's, we can't understand him. Hmm. So not only can we not understand God in his being, like who he is, we can't even understand his attributes, right? We can't understand his thoughts, his ways, um, the way that he makes judgments upon in life in general. Right. His ways um, are higher than our ways. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to get into some of the things that we would consider to be incomprehensible qualities of God. Yeah. Things that we cannot fully grasp or, or understand. Yeah. And the first one, God is a trinity. Now, we can sit here and unpack yeah. <laughs> a a fraction, a snapshot of what that means. That's that's a three-part episode right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but God being God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three okay, persons, three one persons. being. He one is three God. persons, but he is one God. So he is God the It's not like he's God the Father in the Old Testament, and then he goes and does like a wardrobe change, and now yeah. he's, he's Jesus for right. some of the New Testament, and then he does another wardrobe change, and then he's... The Holy Spirit. He doesn't take different which, forms. Which he's, would be called modalism. modalism yes. Right. He, he changes Takes different modes, modes from yeah. the Father, then switches over to the Son, Whoop. then switches over to the Holy Whoop. Spirit, then back again. Yeah. I mean, and one of the clearest evidences of um, of that, of kind of the Trinity that, that I can think of, um, is in Genesis when he is creating man, when he is creating Adam. Um, he says, let us make him in our image. Okay, mm -hmm. so this is in Genesis, beginning of the Bible. In our image, and in our image, that our is talking about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So in that time, He is all three persons actively and fully. So, so let me ask you guys a question. 
Uh-huh. Have you guys ever seen someone who was three persons but one being? No, right? Yeah. Like we can't even begin to grasp that. No, That's yeah. insane. Like there's nothing. Are you about else. to do not say something crazy, bro? Hear me out. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> you're gonna say a heresy, then we're gonna get kicked off of everything that we've ever done. Just, listen. It's not the same, but the closest thing I've seen to it. Oh no. Here comes a heresy. The Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay. WWF. Mankind comes out, gets knocked out. Then Cactus Jack comes out, gets thrown out. Then Dude Love comes out, gets thrown out. But guess what? It's Mick Foley all three times. All right. <laughs> three. <laughs> we just got canceled. <laughs> Right, Obviously kidding yeah, to okay. my listeners. Um, okay, another thing that we think is like <clears throat> crazy to think about is the fact that God knows all things. Yes. Right? He's omniscient, omniscient is what that, that word is. Right. Um, he's omnipotent, which means he's all powerful. He has all power mm-hmm. that you could possibly think of to the infinite degree. Um, he's omnipresent. Yeah. Right. He's everywhere, but he's also everywhere in his fullness. Yeah. He's not like stretching his hand out from California to Maine and then like he's spread thin to be a little bit in a, in a li- all these places, but just a little bit right now. Right. He is equally as present in his fullness from one side of the universe to the all the way to the other side and every single place in between. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, he's there in his fullness. Like, who do you know that does that? Like, right. no one. Yeah. So we can't see that. So we, we have... We have it's impossible for us to be able to describe that. Right, because we have nothing to compare it to. Exactly. Right. In creation, other yeah. than, than God himself. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's impossible to just wrap our minds around. It's just, you know, it, does, it doesn't make sense to us. But mm-hmm. another one that I think a lot of people have a really hard time with, I know that as um, a young believer, I, had a, I struggled big time with this. Dude, is that's like, still a mind bender. Well, right. He, God was never created. And, and the big running question that m- most people have is, okay, well, if God created everything, who created God? Yeah. And the answer to that is no one. God has always been. But right. once again, as human beings, we can't, we can't um, rationalize that in our minds because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but how? Right. You know? And it, and it just goes... Because up. everything we've ever seen has had a beginning. Yeah. Right. And... God has never had a beginning. Right. Um, R.C. Sproul talks about this, and he says that not every, what does he say? Or if everything is here now, right, then something always had to have been here. Right. Um, yeah. So, well, and but that, still, and it, it doesn't matter. We still literally can't yeah. grasp that, right. that something wasn't created in time. Right. Yeah. God's just not in that category of created things. So, like, the question itself doesn't even make sense it's like asking you know what does the color red smell like mm-hmm. <laughs> well like the co- the color smells red like big red is what it smells like <laughs> <laughs> the color red's not in the category of things to be smelled right. oh that's tough yeah mm. yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. well and and i know and like one objection too to that is well did god create god well, no, no, that didn't even make sense because that's saying that he then was he would, created, he, he wouldn't be God, yeah. Then, exactly. how would he, which means... he would have to have been created to create himself, exactly. And then, who created that? God? So, then it's just <laughs> it's like, dude, it's well, and then it's, you're just in, yeah, infinite it's, regrets, yeah, vicious, endless cycle. We had but... to have had an un- uncreated creator, yeah. yeah. It's the only way. The but, next thing we got, um, he, he's created everything from nothing, which again is really hard to wrap our minds around because everything we've ever seen around us 
Yeah. Well, besides Earth and the stars, right? Because those were literally created from nothing. But, you know, like our iPhones and our um, our materials that we see around us, they were created by a bunch of th- ingredients. They had right? a cause, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's impossible for us to grasp that. Mm. Um, and that shows his, his divine power. Mm. So, his self-existence. Yeah. Because he is That's... sustaining everything. And it's like, well, what is... He sustains everything. And he doesn't need sustenance. Right. He's perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't need any help surviving. He doesn't need anyone to support him. Um, He's also unchanging, which is a word that we like to use. It's uh, immutability. Mm -hmm. God is perfectly unchangeable. Yeah. He doesn't need to change because he's perfect already. Yeah. I think a lot of of, uh, young believers, once again, using myself as an example for this one, um, struggle with that too. To where it's like, man, I've not read my Bible at all this week. Uh, I did a whole bunch of sinning. Um, I said a cuss or two on like a Thursday night. <laughs> a two. So only two, bro. So clearly, so like clearly, God has changed His mind and like has docked me from my, you know, taking away some of my Christian gold stars. No, yeah, <laughs> that's not the way it works. Okay. Yeah. At all, you know, God is unchanging. All right. Yeah. If you are His son or His daughter, then that doesn't change right so just you don't yeah, get right. on and, and up and the, the problem is we're just we're equating our present moments our present thoughts and our constantly changing environment and situations that we go through we're equating that with god's nature which right. is which it doesn't change he's he's error. different right yeah. he's he's different he's, than us Unchanging. And not only like Grant saying God's promises are unchanging, right? That's like the, the whole salvation. We can't lose our salvation. Well, why? Because God, God has made a promise yeah. to those people. He that keeps have faith. his promises. Right? Mm-hmm. He, not only is he his being perfectly unchangeable. He doesn't he doesn't adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, his promises, everything that he says, everything that he's spoken or revealed, is also perfectly unchanging. He's a promise keeper, you know. He's a way. He's maker. a way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jesus was Jesus was truly God, truly man. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's something that we have a hard time wrapping our our mind around. Yeah, um, what that looks like. We can we can read about it, we can study it, but there's still going to be something about it that is impossible to fully grasp for us. Right. Yeah. We don't know what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so what about God makes him incomprehensible? Well, as John Calvin once said, the finite can't understand the infinite. We are creatures and he is the creator I mean, we can't expect our you know like it's like i said finite little three pound brains to i mean we can't even understand everything that's in just the physical universe right we don't even we can't even see past hubble telescopes yeah we don't even understand our bodies fully right yeah we don't even know how to get to mars stop so <laughs> what up with you and mars right now bro? just saying like we should have been there by now, <laughs> and actually to uh, to just kind of go off of the whole, um, you know, our three pound brains. My head was actually sixteen pounds at birth. Um, <laughs> what? Nine yeah. of it was all bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, all right, but Isaiah, anyway, Isaiah fifty five eight through nine. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. There is there is more to know about God than we could possibly 
grasp. We could yeah. possibly even get close to understanding. He's just, he's, he's different. Well, yeah. And I mean, in verse nine there, it, it hits it so explicitly that just, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So it's like anything that we could, we could think or the things that, you know, we might, uh, quote unquote, uh, will, you know, are nothing in measurement to, to God's will and God's ways and God's thoughts, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the first one. Um, God is the creator. We are a creature. We can't understand him because he is so much higher than we are. He transcends over us. He's higher than us. Mm -hmm. So two um, is another reason why God is is incomprehensible to us is because God is perfectly unified in his attributes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God is not the 10% holiness and and 10% love and 15% concentrated power and will um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all of his song slaps, all man. of his attributes um perfectly intertwined with one another they're yeah. all perfectly woven together his love is holy um his justice is loving uh so on and so yeah, forth his, his attributes work together yeah perfectly mm-hmm. um and we don't really get that because you know for a lot of for me especially like if I'm angry at someone, dude, you know how hard it is for me to love them? Yeah. It's just, it's it's impossible for us to get that because we're so divided, you know, in right. our in our own hearts about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. He is not divided at all. His attributes are perfectly whole, perfectly unified, yeah. perfectly working together um, and supporting one another. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, on top of that too, he has no sin nature. Right. Yeah. So it's all all around. We just, it's, it's tough for humans to grasp God because he's different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then number three, um, simply put, God hasn't revealed himself to us fully. Yeah. Um, Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Hmm. Yeah. So there are things that only God will ever know. Mm-hmm. We will. Oh, what do you think? What do you think about like heaven, though? You think when we get to heaven that we're gonna know all the things there are there is think, to know about God? I think more will be revealed about God, but I think it would be impossible to ever truly know everything because we're never going to be God, mm. right? And you know, I don't imagine a heaven where we're just kind of bored with God eventually because we just know everything oh, about yeah. Him. True, yeah. You know, there's so still like going the... to be awe and wonder, you know toward the mysteries of God. There's still going to be things that we can't fully comprehend when we get to heaven. Like we're never going to be able to understand what it's like to be all powerful. Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. never going to be able to understand what it's like to be omnipresent or everywhere at the same time or know all things. Right. So there's still going to be these things. It's like, Whoa, God (laughs) is so big and massive and powerful and transcends over us still. Right. Even though, wow, I still, I know more about God now. Like, I, I don't have a sin nature anymore, right? So, it's just crazy to think, like, even when we get to heaven, we're still not going to know everything there is to know about God. Because yeah. there are some things that just belong to the Lord. That's, mm-hmm. And that's just it. Yeah. Okay. Well, a follow-up question then. Why does this matter? How can, yeah. how can knowing that we will never be able to completely understand God affect us as, as people, as believers? Like, it is so humbling to me to know that I am nothing like God. Yeah. Right? That he is so much greater than I am, 
that so much greater than me that I literally can't even understand him. Because and, and even if I tried my hardest, even if I read all the books in the world, even if I read the Bible from cover to cover a thousand times and memorized the whole thing, I still wouldn't know all there is to know about God. Yeah. And that just blows my mind, and it humbles me to a place of 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 awe. Like, yeah. just stay on back and just think about the fact that I can't even understand him. And of dependency, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah, and if I can't understand him, that means that he is, he's real. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't right. grasp this. Yeah. Like, he is God, because God, like a create, like we said, finite. Yeah. Literally cannot understand what is infinite. If you can know everything about God, like everything that there is to know, just we just know every little detail, then... He's just an invention of our mind. Right. Yeah. Which I think a lot of other worldviews have done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I 100%. agree. I think also by not understanding God helps us to understand God better. <laughs> Dude, that's cool, bro. Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So by not being able to understand him helps us to understand that we will not understand Keep tracking along. If you got your no, notebook, yeah, I feel that. If you yeah. got your notebooks out. Yeah. Start writing this stuff out, okay? You're There's gonna like some away. big philosophy. Yeah, I need my RC stuff. I need my RC sprawl chalkboard for this one to draw some you just pictures. Hear... <laughs> but, in the background. But yeah, I mean, it helps us to understand him better because we know at that point that we are infinite. He is infinite. We cannot understand. You him. mean we're not infinite, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, you, yeah said, you said we are infinite and God is infinite. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll we'll keep, going. Going. keep going. Dark no, talk. what I said was we are finite. He is infinite. That's how I said that. <laughs> That's exactly how I said that. Um, no, but I mean, it, it helps us to understand that he is infinite and we will never be able to wrap our minds around that. But it also then highlights and puts so much emphasis on faith, on Hebrews 11.1, 1, that faith is believing in what we cannot see pretty much essentially what we cannot understand but what we can hope for Mm. you know what i'm saying so yeah it kind of just puts some emphasis on that so what's another reason why um this is a a big deal for us well i think that it should comfort us too i mean you know i think it's 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 wrong to kind of feel fearful of that or to worry that we don't fully comprehend everything about god Mm. because you know on the contrary, I would think that um, just understanding that such a powerful and infinite being is totally sovereign and totally in control of our lives, that should bring us peace, not worry. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, I think what you said is really good. I think we should never let the incomprehensibility of God right. scare us or, yeah. or um, make us feel like we don't know anything about God or we can't know anything about God, right? We can know everything we need to know about God for salvation, for how to please Him. He's given us everything we need. Um, but at the same time, we need to be okay with the fact that we can't. Right. And, and if that is a problem, if you're thinking, well, man, I really, I feel like that's kind of rude that God didn't show us everything. Um, well, th- the thing is, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> mm, you can't handle the truth. Nice. Yeah. No, but but seriously, like we we actually can't comprehend it, like we've been saying. Um, But this should comfort you, not scare you. Um, You're we're all in the same boat here. There's not a theologian in the world that understands God perfectly. Mm -hmm. There's not. There's never been. There's never been a human that could understand it. 
So we're all in the same boat, but that should never stop us. Just because we can, we, we study this and say God is incomprehensible, we can't understand him, we should never stop trying to. Right. We should never stop trying to understand what he has revealed to us in the scriptures. We should always continue striving. Why? Because what did, what did, the, what did the scripture say? It said that there's, this is the only thing we, need, we could ever boast in. Yeah. Don't boast in your athletic ability. Don't boast in your strength. Don't boast in your, your, how smart you are. Boast in one thing. The only thing that really matters, yeah. do you understand God? Do you know God? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what the scriptures say. Let's yeah. boast in that. So let's continue together, strive to know him better. And right. I think one last thing, like, it's also just for our enjoyment. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. We're designed to, like, we love discoveries and we love, you know, mysteries. We love seeking seeking out truth and, you know. Yeah, seeker what, start. What, what fun would it be if we just... <laughs> <laughs> You're so greasy. Yeah. <laughs> What fun would it be if we just knew everything already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And, and continually just pursuing God. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good word. But awesome. Well, Caleb, we thank you for yeah, joining dude, us. Thanks for joining us, yeah. bro. Thanks it's for really having me on. It's really great to have you, man. Yeah. And, uh, and as for Josiah and myself, keep an eye out because we're going to continue in the series of Who is God as we continue to go through his attributes, namely a lot of the ones that we had mentioned in this episode. So this is kind of our introduction episode of God's incomprehensibility. Yeah. And if this was helpful, go to wherever you're getting podcasts and give us a a five-star rating. Yeah. You know, share it with a friend. If you, if you know someone who's struggling with some of these things, Hey, share it with them and say, Hey, check this out. And if you want to keep going deeper in your theology and learning a lot more things, check out the society of reform podcasters. Okay. You can, no but check out the society of reform podcasters uh you can just really type that into your google or whatever search engine you so desire if you use bing i don't trust you type that into your search engine um click on the first one and there's a lot of really great shows on there um a Super, lot of- guys that are dedicating their lives to the ministry yeah you know to to creating content yeah just to be helpful to you. Like, think about that. Just for you. So go check that out. Go give it a listen. If you like what you like, like what you're listening to there, give them some good ratings. Help yeah. them out. Brilliant guys. Absolutely so, brilliant guys. Um, so yeah, check us out on our social medias. Facebook. On Instagram. Instagram. At Seeker Start. Not Parlor. Not Parlor. <laughs> We're on Parlor. If not. you're on Parlor, follow us so that I can start figuring out if how to If you do that, if you that. like us, if you follow us on Parlor, we will officially be in the Parlor. But yeah, but until then, <laughs> no one's done. Like, no, it's worthless. Anyway, email us, seekerstart at gmail.com. We would love to have conversation with you. We'd love to, uh, if you have any pushback for what we said, if you have any questions, we would love to engage with you. But until then, love you. Take it easy. <laughs>